Welcome to the Sozo Church Podcast. Our desire is to see every person know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Enjoy. Hey, we want to welcome you back to our podcast here during our 21 days of prayer and fasting. My name is Jason Laird, and I get the honor to get to serve as the lead pastor of Sozo Church. And I just want to tell you, church, I'm so proud of you for how you're really leaning into this season of prayer and fasting. I'm hearing some amazing things from some of you, how God's speaking to you, how God's transforming your life. And I just want to tell you, keep up the good work. Let's keep pursuing God uh, this 21 days of prayer and fasting. You know, we only do this twice a year. In January, we do prayer and fasting for 21 days. And in August, we do 21 days of prayer. And we've discovered that this is uh, some of the most strategic times of our church where God does something amazing, not only in our church, but in people's lives individually. And so I just want to encourage you, let's keep doing this. Let's keep going for it. Um, and let me share with you for just a moment. Uh, this past Sunday, we talked about pausing to spend time in God's word uh, in this collection of talks called Pause. I think for, uh, first week we talked about pausing to pray. And then uh, this Sunday, we talked about pausing to spend time in God's word. And we took a lot of time to talk about the value of not only uh, being fed God's word by a pastor or a teacher or a podcast or things like that. Like that is important. You should do that. Go to church on Sunday, podcast, read, be fed by other uh, great pastors and teachers of God, God's word. That's an amazing thing to do. But we talked about in the maturation process, like as we mature, from being infants that, uh, according to the scripture, it's like the word is like milk and, and we have to be nourished like a baby is nourished. But there's a place where we move on to solid food as we mature, as we grow up. Um, there's, a, there's a time when we actually start to not only be fed by other people, but we actually start to feed ourselves. That is that we start to spend time uh, in God's word and we start to study the scriptures for ourselves to where we're not just being fed on Sunday, but we're being fed every day. Uh, I love what we said Sunday, how Jesus, when he said the the model prayer, uh, uh, our, uh, the part where he says, give us this day. What was it? Give us this day, our daily bread. We talked about how a lot of times we talk about how that, that prayer is for material possessions, like God provide for me material things. But we said in scripture, a lot of times scripture refers to itself as bread. Um, and, and we said, could it be that Jesus is saying, God, give us this day, our daily word, a daily word from you, a daily word from heaven. And I think that is one of the signs of maturity is that we've learned how to spend time in God's word daily and God's speaking to us and God's uh, speaking into specific areas of our life. And he's not just speaking to us, but we're actually being obedient and applying those things uh, to our life. Um, let me give you this one verse uh, as we really get practical, unpacking what does it look like uh, practically to feed yourself, to have a regular diet of God's word uh, coming uh, into your life every day. You study in the scripture and you spending time in his word. Uh, here's the scripture that I want to encourage you with is, is just a, this is an awesome prayer. David said it in Psalm 119 verse 18. He said, Lord, open my eyes to see the wonderful truths of your word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths of your word. Let me say it like this. Open my eyes, God, so that I can see the wonders of your word. Do you know that there are there are wonders in God's word waiting for you. There are incredible truths and principles and insights and direction and encouragement that are buried treasures in the word of God. All you and I have to do is just spend time seeking him and looking for those truths. And the Bible shows us that, man, God, he wants to reveal those things to you. 
I think that's a great prayer that David prayed. But what I found is sometimes prayers without plans never come to fruition. I think it's a good thing to say I have a prayer that God will speak to me through his word. But I think it's even better than just having a prayer, having a plan on how we're going to look for and search for the wonderful truths of God's word. I mentioned it on Sunday, uh, a reading a strategy and plan that I've used for years called SOAP, S-O-A-P, SOAP. Um, I think the reason why it's called soap is because you should take a shower or bath every day, right? You should wash your hands every day and often with soap. So it's that kind of concept. It illustrates that we need God's word daily and often. But it's an alliteration. It stands for something. Soap stands for these four things. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And these four things, uh, they really help guide you in scripture study and looking for the wonderful truths of God's word. And so I want to break that down for you for just a moment. Uh, what, is, how does, what does that look like in my daily routine, scripture observation, application, prayer? What does that look like? Well, here's what I do. I go into my office. Um, I shut the door behind me, uh, make sure nobody's kind of coming in there distracting me. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have my phone turned on, looking at social media. It's just me and I have a journal or I have Evernote, something I can write on and take notes as God speaks to me. Um, I'll have a worship playlist that's ready to go. I like to light a candle, uh, just kind of set the mode and the mood. Uh, I have a, a cup of coffee and then I have my, my Bible. I have God's word, right? I like the NIV translation, but sometimes I'll have a few other ones. New Living Translation, English Standard Version or the Passion Translation. I have those together. But what I'll do is I go to my Bible reading plan, which I have a Bible reading plan that's called Solid Life. Bible reading plan, and it's found on YouVersion. Uh, maybe you've never checked out YouVersion before. If you go to the app store, you can download the app on your phone. It's an amazing resource for Bible study, but you could find a great Bible reading plan that basically every day it's going to prescribe you a reading for you to read. And then you just read that and you just keep reading uh, every day as it prescribes you a different reading. So I sit down at my table Got the candle lit, got the coffee in hand, got the lights down low. I mean, I am setting the atmosphere. I'm ready to meet with God. And then before I start reading, I'll do something like I'll, I'll pray a simple prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, just be in this moment with me. I invite you to speak to me or, or, or even say something like Psalm 119, 18. Lord, I just pray that you'd open my eyes right now. Open my eyes that I would see your wonderful truths in your words. Speak to me today as I seek you in Jesus name. Amen. And I turn on some worship, man. And and then I'll, I'll start to read the prescribed reading for the day. Maybe a chapter in the, in the Psalms, a chapter in Proverbs, maybe a chapter in the Gospels, whatever it tells me. I'll read it and then, um, and then I'll read slow. So this is key. You don't just read through it fast. Read really slow. Slowly read through a verse or a passage, however much that may be. Just take your time reading through it because you don't want to rush trying to find something. If you've ever gone looking for something that you've lost, uh, it's hard to find it in a rush. But if you take your time, you have a better chance to find something. I think in the same way, when we rush through God's word, it's hard for us to see the little details. So take your time, read it slow, read it a few times, maybe read the verse five, six, seven times, read the passage five, six, seven times. And as you're reading the scripture, find just one scripture or, or one verse or two verses that you can, you can lock on to. And then what I do is I go back to my journal and I write the big letter S at the top of my page. And then I actually write out the scripture that I'm going to focus on today. So like if it was that scripture, open my eyes to see the wonders of your word. I would actually write down that scripture underneath the S. And then the second part is the O. You move down to the next one. I write a big O on my page and then I, I, 
I begin to ask questions as I observe what the text is saying. Observation. And then I'll, I'll even pray, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Uh, what are you wanting to say to me? What do you want me to observe about this particular verse? You may even do something like, who was the writer? What were they? Who were they talking to? When was this written? What were they trying to say? You may even go that detailed with it. But sometimes I just say, Holy Spirit, uh, help me as I'm observing this text, as I'm reading this text, as I'm reading the scripture, show me something. What do you want me to see? And then I'll, I'm just observing and I'll start to look at all the. I'll look at like certain words or I'll look at uh, repeated phrases or things that may look interesting or maybe some things that just, man, that sounds cool. That's a cool sounding phrase, right? But like with this particular verse, I would, I would underline like open my eyes. And then I'd also write down. Um, that I'd circle the word see in that text, right? And then I'd, then I'd also write down, one, I'd, I'd underline wonderful truths. And then maybe I'd, I'd put something by word. And then I'd just break that down a little bit. And I'd just, I, would, I would observe things about it. What is it that you want me to observe, Holy Spirit? And this is one of the things that I would maybe say, this is just me kind of off the cuff about that text. Open my eyes. Here's the reality is that sometimes my eyes can be closed or I can be blinded to the truth that is in God's word. I'd write down that observation. It's easy to be blind to truth. It's easy uh, to be blind uh, to, to, to things that God's trying to say in his word. Uh, and then I'd maybe even write down the question, what is it that blinds me? Why is it, what is it that can make me blind to the truth of God's word? Is it my own uh, sinful desires? Is it, is it me rushing through things? So you see what I'm saying? You're just, you're picking apart the text. Um, second thing that you, uh, the second thing I'll do is, is I'll, I'll continue to move forward and I'll, I'll look for uh, certain things, certain words that are repeated in there. Well, I don't really see anything that's repeated in there, but in one of the translations it says, open my eyes to see the uh, wonderful uh, truths of your word or the wonders in your word. I like that phrase, the wonders in your word. I may write something, God, what are the wonders that are in your word? So I'll begin to make those observations and then I'll try to synthesize it into the just this one big thing. Here's my big observation is that there are truths, wonderful truths in God's word and they're only found in his word. And number one, that means I need to go to God's word to find it. And I need God to open my eyes because sometimes I'm blind to it, right? That's a big observation that sometimes I can be blind to what God wants to say to me, to truth. I can be blind to his instruction um, and I need to spend time in his word and I need to slow down and I need him to open up my eyes, right? That's a big observation. So then I go down to A, I, I write the letter A and then I write, what's the application? Here's the application. The application is that I need to realize, I'd maybe write this down. I need to realize that there are times when I am blind to truth. I need to realize that, that sometimes I may be blind to truth. The second thing I, I need, I would write down is something like, I need to make sure that when I, when I approach God's word, that I approach this as a spiritual thing, that, that sometimes I, I will miss it if God doesn't open my eyes and I need him to open my eyes, right? So I write down the application. I need to begin to pray more for God to open up my eyes, right? And then, um, and then the another application I could write down practically is, I need to make sure that I'm spending every morning in prayer for 15 minutes, or every morning in God's Word for at least 15 minutes, looking for um, instruction and wonderful truths that He wants to speak directly to me. So I need to make sure that every morning I'm spending 15 minutes, right? So I'm writing down an application. And then the last one is prayer, P. I'll write a P and then I'll actually write down my prayer and I'll write it down, something like this. Lord, I just come to you right now and I ask you to forgive me for the times when I've either been blind or disobedient to the truth of your word. 
And I ask you to open up my eyes so that I can see the wonders of your word. Lord, I pray that you'd help me with the spiritual discipline to spend time with your word and with you in your word. And I pray that when you speak and you reveal to me wonderful truths in your word, that I would always be obedient to what you asked me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Right? So I'll just do that. But it could be uh, a, it could be a different scripture. It could be something about uh, being generous and giving and being a good steward. And you'd write down an observation is that uh, God wants to bless me so that I'll be a blessing to other people. And one of your observations is that personally, a lot of times I view my blessing as just raising my standard of living rather than raising my standard of giving. And then I'll write that down in observation application. As God gives me this raise this year, I'm anticipating a raise, let's just say. I'm not going to increase my my living quality. I'm going to increase uh, my generosity towards other people. I'm going to bump up my giving maybe through the church, or I'm going to bump up giving uh, to people within my family or being generous towards the poor, right? And then you write out a prayer for it. So it could be anything. But the, the point is you want to be intentional while you're reading God's word. You want to make observations and find truths in the text. You want to write down an application of how you're going to apply this to your life because that's where true transformation comes from. You applying the truths of God's word and then praying it. So when you pray God's, uh, pray the application from the observation from the scripture, listen, you're praying God's word, which means you're praying God's will for your life. That's how we do soap. Love it. Hopefully that blessed you today, encouraged somebody. And so I'd love to finish up by praying Psalms 119 over you. God, I just pray for every person listening that you would open up their eyes to see the wonderful truths of your word. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, don't forget, January 27th, save the date. We're going to finish off our 21 days of prayer and fasting with an evening of worship, a night of worship. It's going to be unbelievable, a time of worship and communion, a time of prayer. We're going to pray for people that are needing a miracle uh, of healing in their body. Uh, it's going to be a great time. So mark it on your calendars, January 27th. We love you so much. We'll see you Sunday at church. God bless. Thanks for listening. Join us each week here on the podcast or live in San Francisco. Keep up with life at Sozo by following at Sozo Church SF on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great day.